When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. The verdict is in. The people love St. Myron's Day. It has been decreed by the Steeler Nation. When that takes off, you know, when it's a big thing a few years from now, when everybody down in the Strip District is selling t-shirts, make sure you remember, it was Euler and Motes with the help of Wallace who came up with St. Myron's Day. Coined St. Myron's Day. Maybe we need to trademark that. Hear ye, hear ye. The trademark is official. Wallace, what you know about an LLC, all right? Holler at us. Oh. All right, if these, strip, if these strip district companies are going to print the T-shirts, we want our cut. <laughs> or at least a couple T-shirts. Something like that, right? Something like that. Yeah. We've got plenty to get to here in the final segment. So no time to waste. As Willy Wonka says, so much to do in so little time. Motsi, is it time to sing a song? Because, you know, we got our buddy Brian Backo coming up. We got the predictions. So I do think it's a new year. We haven't done this since last year, you know, but it's a time where we sing a song. It's been a while, song. man. It's been a long time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I know. I'm it has sorry. been a long time, though. I was with you, bro. It has been a long time. I'll tell you, it's literally been one whole year. All right. Let me turn down these microphones here, all right, because we get rowdy in this uh, this portion of the program. For for those that we might have picked up in the new year, this is a simple concept. We take the- Hey, question. Why are we putting our headphones on like we're going to have music playing? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I put the headphones on because Brian Backo is calling in, but you're right. Technically, I don't need them right now. We're just all over the place, Arthur Motes. Listen, no one has ever accused us of being the brightest bulbs, all right? I'm over here like, yo, why are we putting headphones on? Oh, I can tell you why. I'll tell you when we go to break. But for now, Maestro, can I get a beat? Here we go. Steelers, the black and the gold. Here we go. This town of Pittsburgh's 
Heart and soul, here we go. Distiller Nation has the best radio host in the electric factory with Euler and Moe. Here we go. Yeah, the Browns is coming to town. They're coming here, we go. But we all know how this is going down. Down the toilet, yeah. Najee left and Najee right. Cleveland's gonna want the offseason by Sunday night. Here we go. One, two, three, can't cool. They know what time it is, man. They're going to get beat. They're going to get smashed. And then before you know it, we're going to take them out just like trash. Or we're going to flush them in the toilet like what comes out of, wait a minute. But after that, you know what it's time for. Verse 2, West Seal. Make sure you do what it do. Here we go. Jacoby gone. Here comes Deshaun. Here we go. He ain't that guy. His skills ain't on. He a little rusty. Gonna stuff old Nick Chubb. He's going to need extended time in the cold tub. Here we go. Yeah, he going to be chubbed up with injuries, lumped up, needing a whole bunch of ice, baby. Because that's what my guys are going to be doing. We coming here to hit and hit hard. And I can't wait. Dog pound. Roof, 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 roof. No, 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 no. It's time for Stanley McBizzy. Third verse. Give me Timmy now. Yeah, the season is on the line. It's on the line. Let's go. Kenny got us feeling fine. I feel so good. Send the Browns to Missouri as we get another AFC North victory. Oh, yeah, I can't wait till we get in there get another AFC North victory by doing what? By taking the Stilly McBeams to the dog pity down and then hit him down one time over the head. Bing! And then watch the brown come out of the browns. You know? Because sometimes you release when you feel shocked, when you feel scared, or when you get hurt. And ultimately, that's what we're going to do to them boys in this stadium because they don't want no parts of what we got in postseason. It is time. We'll holler. And as always, here we go. <laughs> One, two, three, Cancun. <sighs> I know they got them cars shipped already. I know they got them 30-day leases up already. I know they done already unpacked or already done boxed up or everything, hitting them with that. Yo, man, we out on Monday. They already they trying to have their exit interviews on the bus ride back home. They already gone. Do they, take a, time do they take a bus here too? Listen, imitation is the strongest form of flattery. All right? So, of course, they probably do. They probably just do it in a dumber way because, you know, how they do. They probably take the train. Like, oh, they take the bus. We're going to take the train. They probably, like, drive with the Buffalo first you know I mean? and then just shoot down 79 like, like, the whole way. They're weirdos. Because they, they want to save, like, the you know $7 I mean? turnpike toll. They're they on that type of stuff. Yeah. 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 They're on that type of stuff, bro. A bunch of cheapskates, I tell mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Motsi, good stuff. Thank you, Maestro. You Appreciate know, it as always. Do, Appreciate the hype as always. At least I can do, man. Whenever I'm in the DJ booth, you know how I go. I know it. I know it. I tell you what, it's a pretty good combination here. Some might even say we are the new Run the Jewels. Uh, yeah. Just putting it out there. Simple. Uh, our buddy Brian Backo should be calling us here momentarily while we wait for BB. What do you say we get to some of these prediction tweets, Arthur Motes? BB? All right, let's go to the yeah, tweet. It just kind of hit me. Like, I, I call Chris Carter CC all the time. Uh-huh. I call Brian Backo BB. All that CC rolls off the tongue a little, little, little better. I always call you WU. Woo. 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 Woo is for the children, Arthur mm. Bill says 30 to 12 good guys. The Brownies can't muster a pass rush, unfortunately. I think Miami does win, though, which would bump us out. <sighs> hey, we'll control what we can control. That's all we could do. And we'll hope we get a little good fortune in the process. Francis says my prediction 
31 to 13 Steelers. I think the offense finally gets its footing, has a great game. I also think the Jets let us down and we end up not making the playoffs. Also thankful that DeMar Hamlin is improving. Yes, good shout there, Francis. Mm-hmm. Uh, all sounds good on the DeMar Hamlin front, which is absolutely great news heading into the weekend. Uh, the news that we, I think, we're all hoping for this week. Uh, sounds like sounds like uh, good things are happening there. And big shout out again to the uh, University of Cincinnati Health yeah, Center and, uh, and everybody there who was was able to give DeMar those uh, that critical care that he needed over the last few days. All right, so we got one. I think the Jets are going to let us down. I one. I think the Dolphins are going to let us down. Is anyone worried about the Bills letting us down? Is anyone worried about the Bills letting us down? Because, hey. Like, I know they're going to be, like, super emotional, you know? And sometimes that can work in the other right. way, Right, like, that's, yeah, because we always think can. of it, like, as the positive. But yeah. It's like. You can, you can get to, you know, uh, everything that transpired with DeMar, with them, too. Again, mm-hmm. like, make no mistake about it. The Bills want to end the Patriots season. Yeah. They don't like those guys. Yeah. Um, and the Patriots, I mean, the Patriots still playing for something. They're they, trying to get into they, the, they, the dance. They certainly are. They certainly are. Cuba Dan tweets us and says, been waiting for it. I'm convinced this is the week. KP8 drops two in the paint. One to Muth and the other to 18 for his first touchdown of the season. I was about to say, I want Deontay to at least get one. Najee over 100. The black and gold defense takes it away two times. Steelers 21, Browns 13. Steelers versus the world. I like that there, Cuban. I like, I like that, that a lot. <laughs> Let's go. I will tell you what, though. If the defense takes it away twice, what? And Najee goes for over 100 yards. What? And Muth has a touchdown. What? And 18 has a touchdown. What? I hope we score more points than that. I'm uh, just saying. Yeah. Joshua tweets us. I want like 40. Yeah, 35 would be cool. Mm-hmm. Joshua tweets us and says, 23 to 13, Steelers get the win. Deontay gets his first touchdown. Steelers sneak into the playoffs. Who ride? I love that. Me too. I'm not going to lie. It's not like... Now it's that so we say that, everybody can't start putting who ride in the tweet. Yeah. But for, like, like. Because then it loses its allure. Right. Yeah. Once or twice a week, it's perfect. Yes. And it's one of those good inner circle. Like, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time and you just hear uh, reading off a tweet and they say who ride, and then all of a sudden, Bubba mm-hmm. goes, Make you jump a little bit, maybe. You know, it's a good, uh, it's a good welcome to the party, pal, too, for our new listeners out there. It's one of those inner circle things, right? Our, our, our P1s. Know what's coming anytime they hear who ride. It's a nice way to uh, to baptize some new listeners. I think as we're in the new year, Rod Dollar tweets us, "I am such a jabroni," and says, "17 to 13, Steelers win." Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Still a rocker tweets. Playoffs or not, I want to see these guys win. They deserve a positive exit, considering their play in the recent weeks. I'm excited for this team's future, and that's a better feeling than what it was uh, pre-bye week. Hoping the wife and I don't jinx it. We went to the opener, and we lost. We went to the Bengals game, and we lost. We are going to beat the game this weekend. Third time's a charm. 16-10 to at halftime, 23-10 to at the end, and the Steelers do go to the playoffs. Also, it's a new year. Your karma reset. Don't worry about it. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah that, J- was, that was last year's karma, bro. You good. Jay, you haven't been to a game yet this year. <laughs> exactly. Uh, clean slate, new- baby. You're good, man. Clean slate, baby. Yeah. Blake tweets us, 24-16 Steelers. Kenny, over 300 yards and three pass touchdowns. Ooh, baby. That would get the hype train rolling into the offseason, cousin. Oh, yeah. People would. Oh. Whew. Once again, though, 24-16 Steelers. Yes, yeah. But if Kenny, if Kenny throws for three touchdowns like, and 300 I yards, more. I, I want more than a one-possession yeah. win. Yeah. I want that a comfortable butt-whooping down yeah. the stretch. Rocking the truck says, 
uh, able to listen to you guys live for the first time in a while. You guys crack me up. Thanks. We're glad we're making somebody laugh. Yeah, it's outside of ourselves because we laugh at ourselves a lot. Uh, prediction, the defense is lights out. Steelers, 16-13. to 13. Boswell kicks us into the playoffs. Oh, could you imagine <gasps> the scenes? do it. Could you imagine the scenes? Walter tweets and says, so glad I cut my eyelids off before the bye week. 24-14 to 14, Pittsburgh. You know we don't blink, baby. We don't blink. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. CR tweets us. What up, CR? Morning, my Steelers brothers. Winning this game ensures that Coach T would have his 16th year in a row with a winning record. Therefore, the Steelers will win this game by double digits. Talked to Robert Spillane yesterday. Just know that is something that they are very, very much aware of. They do not want to be on that side of history to have Coach Thomas' first losing season. Very adamant about that. Very clear about that. CR says, by the way, when it comes to beating the Browns, it's not standard operating procedure. Mm. It's a black and gold thing. Ooh. CR, you always slick with it, CR. Dehev, the Photoshop extraordinaire, mm-hmm. tweets us and says, Happy 12th night, fellas. That's a, that's a Mardi Gras. You know, Dehev ah. lives lives down there, down south. That's a Mardi Gras oh, thing. Yeah, I got to tap into the Mardi Gras, man. He says, this is your official invite to come ride on our Steeler Nation Mardi Gras float. You guys, have you guys ever been? I've never been to Mardi Gras, and been. that is on the bucket list. I literally went down there the week following Mardi Gras. Yeah. It was wait, still chaotic. Is Twelfth Night a leading up to? Because Mardi Gras is. I thought it was when it was warmer out. Isn't Mardi Gras in March? Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. Because it's around like during the tournament time. It's in February. Okay, so let's see. Twelfth Night. Wait, hold on. Now someone's gonna tweet me what all this means before I can actually find it here on Google. But. It's all good. I like this better. Twelfth night marks the beginning of carnival season and Mardi Gras Ooh. in New Orleans. So hold on, y'all give Mardi Gras in February and you have a, a, a celebration a month later to mark the beginning. Uh, they know how to do it down south. Yeah, they do it right. They do it. They right. know how to do it right down there. Uh, yeah, that's that's bucket list for me, and that's like one of those things too. Like I think I need to do Mardi Gras before like I'm forty. Because you know how it works. The body, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's kind of like being an athlete. Eventually, you're breaking down out there. You're leaking nah, oil. Nah. And, you know, uh, one of the hosts on this show once said, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. But exactly. as you get older, it gets more difficult. No, it doesn't. It's just the recovery time. That's all. <laughs> be, be smart with your recovery. Dehev says, oh, yeah, by the way, Steelers put an exclamation point on their work. There 28 to 14. Let's go. It's a nice Tomlinism. Snuck in there. See, he's not paint with a briar brush. By DF. Steeler Cop tweets us and says, Steelers 20, Brownies 13. Tomlin continues the streak, but I'm afraid we will miss the playoffs. Next season, we'll control our own destiny. Go Steelers. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's see here as we roll along. Uh, now, see, I just got the, I got the text from Backo calling momentarily. So oh, now I'm going to be, eyes, eyes are going to be on that hotline blink. Rudy tweets us, though, and says, Steelers 28, Browns 13, Najee 200 total all-purpose yards. How we doing? Defense shows out with nine sacks and gives Watson some punishment. Nine sacks! Nine? Nine? Nine times? Ferris Bueller's day off. Nine times? That's a lot. Rudy That's says, a lot. I will see you next week for the wild card. Hey, it is. I like the positivity. I like the positivity. And he says... Watson gets a warm welcome to the AFC North. Four sacks and a pick six. Steelers 26-10. to 10. Najee over 100 yards again. 
Deontay ends Four the drought with and a pick six. That's real. Deontay ends the drought with two touchdowns. I like it. And I pretty like pleased it. Steelers because I live in Cleveland. <laughs> I like it. But no, that's definitely something that is not too far off. That, that that sounds like it could be about according to script. Uh, we'll get back to your tweets in just a second here. Now it's time to consult the expert, Arthur Motes. And that, of course, is. Hey, hey, hey. Our good friend of the show, our day one, Shaler's finest, Mr. Brian Bacco, covers the Steelers for the Post-Gazette. BB, how goes it? Going well, guys. It's a little bit weird not knowing if that was the last practice of the season or if we're going to be back here preparing for – Buffalo, Cincy, KC, who knows? Yeah, and you know what? In that vein, let me ask you this, Brian. We know there's three situations that need to transpire this weekend, right? Bills need to beat the Patriots. Jets need to beat the Dolphins. Steelers need to beat Cleveland. Which one of those gives you the most concern, the most pause, the most worry? I would say probably Jets, Dolphins. Like, you know, now that I'm seeing the, you know, this morning that Joe Flacco is going to start, I just wonder if that team's going to be kind of checked out. It seemed like they had a little bit of swagger to them with Mike White, but, you know, uh, the Dolphins have all, all the reason in the world to just leave it all out there, come up with a game plan to win one game and take down the Jets, and they're playing at home in Miami. So that's that, I think, is going to be the toughest ask for the Steelers. Who's elite in terms of the quarterbacks in that matchup? <laughs> Because I'm Man, pretty certain what, there like, is one elite quarterback playing in that game. <laughs> it is a yeah, quarterback-driven you know, Tyler Thompson. <laughs> Tyler Thompson was somebody who wasn't really on my radar at draft time. And believe me, back in, in March, a lot of quarterbacks were on my radar. Just right, right. The Steelers uh, situation. But well, that's just once again, that's that classic Big 12 disrespect, you know, hey. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the Dolphins seem to believe in him for some reason, so – you know, now Mike McDaniel is going to have to make like his mentor, Kyle Shanahan, and, you know, Skyler is going to have to be their Brock, their Brock Purdy. Uh, so, um, you just don't – if you're the Steelers, you just hate to be in a situation where you're relying on a team that has nothing to play for to get the job done for you. I mean, I think, yeah. like, even if the Dolphins find a way here, everybody knows they're not going to do any damage in the playoffs. So, it's not like they're – picking up steam like the Steelers are but yeah win one and everybody can get those playoff checks and going with that though we understand that also we have to take care of business and more importantly we know this Browns matchup you know it has its own level of concern for us but if you could man just not giving your score prediction just yet but just in the thought process of this Browns matchup how confident do you feel about this matchup because we obviously know that we got to get that one first yeah, not particularly, just because of I think these two teams are fairly matched, evenly matched on paper, and, you know, the recipe that's been working for the Steelers is one that is, uh, you know, very low, low possession, low scoring, win by, you know, win a, a one possession game and just kind of find a way to grind it out in the end. That has to make you a little bit nervous pretty much regardless of who you're playing. Uh, they just haven't really shown – you know, they're showing the clutch ability, but they're, they're not really showing an inclination to go out there and beat a team by two or three touchdowns. So even though the Browns are, you know, they're only in this to be the spoiler, essentially, I, I think it's going to be another razor close game, which if it comes down to, you know, one ball bouncing the right way, anything could happen. Backo, let me ask you this. I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Which 
is yeah. which is more important for the Steelers to win the? I don't want to say matchup because it's not you know these these scenarios that I'm going to play out for you are not guys who are on the field at the same time. Uh, maybe the battle. Right. Which which battle is it more important for the Steelers to have the upper hand in? The quarterback battle of Deshaun Watson versus Kenny Pickett, or the running back battle of Nick Chubb versus Najee Harris? If the Steelers could only decisively win one of those, which would you go with? I the running back battle because I think. You know, the, the formula that's been working for the Steelers has been to smash the run, really, and make sure that, you know, you're, you're not going to allow a team to be uh, two-dimensional against you. And, I mean, I think in this case, Deshaun Watson's playing better, but, you know, you still have to take Chubb away to really, uh, you know, cut, cut down the Browns and what they want to do. So, you know, quarterback-wise, obviously it would help if, if Kenny Pickett plays well and, you know, kind of hits his stride here late in the season. But, you know, they've they've already shown that they can win games when Pickett is sort of a game manager, maybe even, you know, doesn't doesn't come alive until the very end of the game. So I think they can continue to ride that. If Nick Chubb just runs all over them, it's, it's going to be a long day. Well, one of the guys that, you know, could play a really important role in terms of just keeping Nick Chubb, from exploding and along with keeping Deshaun Watts from exploding is the current team MVP, Minka Fitzpatrick. But if you could just talk to me in two ways, number one, thoughts on him winning team MVP. And also what's his availability going to be? Cause we know he's been dealing with the ankle injury and that's kind of, you know, limited him this week in practice. I think he's going to be okay. Health wise, you know, Mike Tomlin sort of said at the beginning of the week that, just have to manage it. He didn't seem overly concerned about it. And as far as Minka winning, you know, I thought there were a lot of deserving candidates this year. Alex Highsmith with 12 sacks. I mean, he really kind of uh, came into his own this season. If there was a Steelers breakout player of the year, Most improved, they voted yeah. on him. I'm sure he would. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he would get that. I, I mean, I actually thought Cam Hayward made a push. Um, you know, especially with what he did in that Raiders game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a force week in and week out. I wouldn't have wouldn't have been mad about anybody picking him. But, you know, tying for the league lead in, in picks and it seemed like Minka just always found a way to come through with the big play for them this season. Um, you know, Najee said he voted for him. Seems like a lot of guys were, were pretty much behind him. So yeah, wasn't wasn't surprised, although it is sort of ironic that the Steelers went 2-0 and when he didn't play this year, but we know that's a small sample size, sure. and we know that T.J. Watt provides the kind of value that you could just uh, call him team MVP at the beginning of every year, set it and forget it, but uh, that's not as fun. It's more enjoyable to switch it up every now and then. Brian Backo, the Post-Gazette, with us here on the Steelers Blitz. All right, buddy, we need your help in uh... – and judging something that a little side topic on the show today, um, but it's very important. But it's also it's also very important. So uh, we stumbled upon a tweet from a Browns reporter from a few days ago, where the Browns reporter basically pointed out that the Steelers winning in Baltimore last weekend meant that for the 30th straight year, Cleveland could not finish with a better record than the Steelers. Okay, they've tied a yeah. few times in those 30 years, but in the last 30 years, the Browns have never finished with a better record than the Steelers. Now, so Moti and I started started talking about like, is this worth celebrating? We do that in Pittsburgh here, you know, like we celebrate Super Bowls. That's the standard. And we kind of decided upon maybe it's not worth a celebration, but maybe it's worth an acknowledgement. And with the help of one of our tweeters, we came up with St. Myron's Day. 
which is just the day every year when the Browns cannot finish with a better record than the Steelers officially as we keep this streak going into the future, hopefully. You just, hey, happy St. Myron's Day. Nothing crazy, no celebration, but maybe you go home, you pour yourself a cold one, and you say, ah, it's St. Myron's Day. It feels good. I'm going to drink a beer. Uh, do you... Do you like this idea? Do you not like this idea? Is it uh, is it too beneath the Steelers, or is it maybe just right for a uh, a big brother little brother rivalry? Uh, it might be a little too petty for my case, <laughs> especially because like I mean, you get into the semantics of it. I mean, if the Browns beat them Sunday, yeah, they don't finish with a better record, but they finish ahead of them in the AFC North. They, they true. would sweep the season series. They'd both be eight and nine, obviously. So. I don't know. And like a couple years ago, I mean, yes, the Steelers won the division, obviously finished with a better record than the Browns. But then the Browns came in here and, and booted them right out of the AFC This is playoffs. true. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think you just you, you just kind of acknowledge, yeah, we, we, you know, if you're a Steelers fan, you just say, we've been better than the we Browns. Own you. More often than we not. Yeah, more often than you. not. We don't need to worry about the celebrating, like you said, Wes, kind of a small victory, you know, finishing ahead of the Browns or even just with a tied or better record. I mean, that's kind of small potatoes a little bit when you set the goal every year to try to go win the Super Bowl. All right, well, Brian's not getting invited to the to the pub yeah, for, no, for, yeah, for a I'm pint, for a a gr- pint a on St. Myron's yeah, hey, Day. It's all good. Me, we'll just drink one for – we'll drink an extra one for you. you. How about that? One for me. One for me and one for my homies. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Backo, before we let you go, as always, how does this one play out? Your much-anticipated prediction here on this program every single week. Who's got the upper hand on Sunday? I am going to go with the Steelers, uh, 24-18. I think there's a little bit of dysfunction right now with Cleveland. The Steelers are actually pretty healthy here at the end of the season. So, um, again, I'm I'm not overly optimistic that everything's going to fall their way, but – you know, there's definitely a chance. I mean, the Jets are, you know, Robert Sala is one of those head coaches who he's kind of a hardo. You know, he's going to want to try to win this game and give them some momentum going into the offseason. I think the Bills certainly have the wind at their back against the Patriots. And I think in this one, you know, Kenny Pickett builds off of that Ravens win, gets another scalp in the AFC North. And very, very possible, gentlemen, we will be talking next week about a place, uh, a postseason game hey 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 i mean just the the word now i mean brian back he drops a set it and forget it he drops a wind at their back he drops a collecting scout i mean this guy i tell you what brian everybody can do that brian edgar backo on the show with us here he covers the steelers gotta empty the clip if this is the last week Make sure you're checking out his work in the PG show with him some love on Twitter. He is an undefeated (laughs) softball interim manager in Shaler's finest, our buddy Brian Backo. Cuz, thanks for the time as always. We'll see you Sunday. All righty, boys. We'll see you on the other side. Let's go. There he is with the wind at his back. And hopefully the sun upon his face on St. Fitzpatrick's Day on the week of St. Myron's Day. Listen, I agree it's petty. What's wrong? Since when did petty become wrong? Petty's an acquired taste, Ain't sports you all know? about being petty? Doesn't Chris Carter come on this show every week and manage to bring a 13-9 joke on here, even though that happened 16 years ago? Fans are always petty. That's a fan thing, okay. absolutely. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. asking the Steelers to have yeah. a St. Myron's Day. Fans are petty, man.
It was really just an excuse for me to go to the pub and have a pint. To your tweets before we get out of here. Faux Shiz Alaska says Steelers 24, Brian 17. I like it. Thrash, our buddy, the metal guy, says Steelers, Jets, Bills, all winners on Sunday. Steelers go to the playoffs and get that much-needed experience to make a small run next year to really start laying the groundwork for the future Kenny legacy. Now, that's not allowed from Thrash. That's a Penn State guy saying nice things about Kenny, and I've been told that uh, the Nittany Lions and us Mountaineers, we can't do that, we don't do that. What happened? May tweets and says, the Steelers will take care of business and get that W against Cleveland, and I will never doubt Mike Tomlin again. Here we go. Man, it's all right. Just uh, it's all good. It's all just good. Just four uh, hail marys and yeah. What's wait? What's the hail marys? You can tell I'm not Catholic. Uh, and uh, our uh, fathers, uh, Lord's prayers, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like four hail marys and four Lord's prayers, and you're forgiven. I, I I'm, I'm just messing say, up. You, all I'm about these. to say I'm definitely. I'm yeah, messing up. Clearly, I'm very Irish. Yeah. Hermos, as everyone can tell on a show today, Vincent Cooper Bay tweets us. He's tweeted us before. I almost gave him the John McClain, but he's tweeted us before. Steelers 24, Browns 17. That seems to be a popular score. We've gotten that a few times. Seems appropriate. Uh, Michael tweets us and says, what's up, my favorite cousins, Wets, Wes and Moats? What's up? Remember, all year it's been the same. Kenny Wood, let's ride. Now let's ride together into the playoffs. I'm proud of this team no matter what. From 2-6 and six to about to be 9-8, and 27-17 Steelers. Holla at your boy. Let's do it. Steeler Nation 920 tweets and says, Proud dad moment. My daughter uh, wanted to wear her TJ Watt jersey to school. Wife informed her about those Packers bullies, and she stated the bullies only make me love the Steelers more. Let's do it. I love it. She's so precious. Let's go. Let's go, man. Uh, This game is going to be one on the ground. 27-17. Najee, two touchdowns. TJ, two sacks. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love the picture as well, too. And hey, that was that picture of your daughter with all the all the Packers bullies. Hey, that was me go. growing up let's with all the go. pit bullies around here. Let's go. <laughs> Jason tweets and says Steelers beat the Brownies 24-17. The Bills also win, but Flacco does us no favors against the Dolphins. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, Flacco. Oh, but he's elite. He is elite. But he's elite. All right, one last refresh here before we give ours and get up out of here. Uh Steeler Man 7 says, hard to believe this is our last regular season game. Hoping for a big finish on the year. Najee over 100. Minka interception. Steeler 17. Browns 10. Hashtag St. Myron's Day. Why not? It grows. Doug tweets us and says, Steelers win. Deontay touchdown. 27-17. Mm. Jeffrey tweets us and says, born in Pittsburgh. Live in Cleveland. I'd love to say happy St. Myron's Day on a victory Monday. But right now, I need to believe that 41-year-old Flacco has something left in his tank. Bill Shellac, the Patriots. Pittsburgh thumps the Browns 27-10. We believe in him. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Joe, Joel says, because it was against the Browns, that's the best Here We Go song of the year. Steelers win by 17-30. What is it? Bars 13. on, bars on, bars. Bars. He says, Kenny Pickett throws for two touchdowns. Uh, Steel City champs. I've got some uh, predictions out of the offense, or I've seen. Sorry, I've seen some pr- uh, production out of the offense in the past couple weeks. Continues Steelers thirty, Cleveland fourteen. I think even if we don't make the playoffs, we've got some magic for next season. Deontay scores twice. 
Oh, a couple multiple Deontay mm, predictions here. I like the manifestation. Let's need because we need it now. Uh, Carlos Tutson says, Wes and Arthur, thank you for all the great entertainment last year. You guys are the best Ghost Steelers. Thanks, Carlos. We, man, appreciate, we appreciate it. Man. You. Hopefully, always, we do the same this year. We always, we always, uh, we always enjoy um, hearing uh, hearing that from you guys. Richie tweets us and says, "Good afternoon, cousins. Pittsburgh twenty eight. Cleveland, 14. Kenny, three touchdowns. Najee, a touchdown. Over 150 yards rushing. Uh, 250 passing for Kenny. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> now, this is a good one for May. May says, I believe in Joe Flacco. The first of his name, the king of the Jets and the lord of the Ravens, slayer of Dolphins and protector of the Steelers oh playoff my round. gosh. If you don't stop it, stop it, stop it. With that said... <laughs> Steelers, Jets, Bills win on Sunday, 24 oh to 13. Steelers. That's a good one, May. That's that's a real good Shout one. Shout out to May. That was that, funny. That's that's a real good one. Uh, Jay also says, in general, I'm down for St. Myron's Day. Certain time of day, we all swing our terrible towels and yell double yoy and proceed to put down a libation. I like it. I'm it. You ain't got you ain't got to twist my arm. Don't tip me with a good time. Rob tweets us and says. Uh, what a better time for Joe Flacco to finally become elite. Steelers slide into the playoffs like Pete Rose. Jeez. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I absolutely I love, love it. it. All right. Last word of the day goes to Leslie. Steelers 24, Browns 10, but she's got a bad feeling we don't make the playoffs. Mm. Well, hopefully that's just uh. All that good stuff you ate over the holidays yeah. still lingering, that yeah. bad feeling. Sometimes, because like my stomach be hurting sometimes oh, like that too. too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm driving to work today. I'm like, man, my stomach yeah. really. I'm like, well, Wes, look at how you ate for the last yeah, six weeks, man. buddy. I mean, that's probably something to it. <sighs> Arthur Motes, I'll try refreshing one more time real quick before we get out of here. But in your most educated opinion, Steelers-Browns, Sunday, 1 p.m., Akersher Stadium. How does it play out? And do the Steelers get the help that they need elsewhere? So I think Steelers definitely take care of business in stadium. I think it's a close one. I got it 18 to 10. Okay. But I think the Steelers definitely get out of that stadium with a victory. I feel very confident in terms of, you know, I think that the Jets win. Um, Buffalo, they're the only ones I'm slightly concerned about, just in the sense of there's a lot of emotion going to be in that thing. I feel like they should steamroll them, but it's just a lot just, of you emotion. Never, you, you just know. never know. Yeah. That's all. So that's the one I'm a little bit more concerned about. I know people are, you know, worried about the Jets-Miami game, but – yeah, uh, that's that's the one I'm not worried about. Yeah, I but concur. I do feel like we get in though. Worst I, case, I think we get in. Yeah, I hope so. I I think I think you're right. I think that Bills game is called like maybe a sloppy first half from mm-hmm. Buffalo, and they're down like three or seven or something like that, and they come back and win it in the second half. Um, I am worried about the Jets. I think Backo laid that one out pretty well. Just a team playing with a lot of backups, mm-hmm. crawling to the finish line after they started this season really hot, um, and lost their playoff spot. Uh, Miami, though, without Tua is is certainly um, a question. I think Buffalo wins. I think Miami wins, though, to spoil the party. And Joe Fleck- Flacco lets us down one last time. Mm. But I do have the Steelers winning, which is obviously the most important part of this equation. you got to take care of your own business before you can start screen looking, right? Before you can start looking for some help. And that is very accurate as well. Steelers win 13-9. <laughs> Something's wrong with you, man. <laughs> Worked last week, didn't it? Something is seriously wrong with you, Worked dude. last week, didn't it? And that's today's show. <laughs> Thanks to our buddy Brian Backo for joining us. Thanks to all of yins out there in Stiller's land, both near and afar. 
as we know, you tweet us from here and there and everywhere. Uh, we always appreciate the HE double hockey sticks out of you guys, the power grid, the megawatts, the P1s, whether you've been a loyal who's been rocking with us for five seasons or whether you just picked us up five days ago. Uh, we appreciate you as always. And finally, a shout out to the best co-host in the business, Arthur Nathan Motes the third. Who, me? Win, lose, draw. Playoffs? Playoffs? No, no playoffs. Playoffs. We'll be here on Monday to break it down with Back Jens. Back in the saddle. As always, you know where to find us. It's on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash at JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.